I hate that dance and tat. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, A Crankenstein Valentine, written by Samantha Berger, illustrated by Dan Santat, published by Little Brown Books for Young Readers. I figured since Valentine's Day is only a fortnight away, we should get in the holiday spirit and pick up a Valentine's Day book. But first, I have to address the fact that we've reviewed several of Dan Santat's books, starting all the way back on Episode 3, with Dog in Charge, then again on Episode 26, with The Princess and the Pit Stop, and most recently on Episode 359, called After the Fall. And every single one of them, I can say, were legitimately terrible. So, I don't have too high of expectations for this one. A Krankenstein Valentine follows a boy who hates everything Valentine's Day as he goes through a school day and during the festivities. Will this boy find a valentine that will turn his day around? Or will his heart remain as dead as he looks? Well, I think it's time to start buying sweethearts. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We open on someone's arm opening a door that has signs on it reading, Keep out and stay away. The hand has an engagement ring or wedding ring on it, and whoever it is seems to be calling for our main character, Crankenstein. I'm going to assume this is mom, and she's announcing it's Valentine's Day, waking up her son. Either that, or it's someone opening the door to the Wuhan lab. Might want to lock the door next time. I mean, seriously, those are some threatening signs up on that door. What mom is like, Yes, son! You can put a skull up on your door and a sign that makes it seem like you're constructing pipe bombs in your room. So far, we're off to a rocky start, but it doesn't seem to get any better. We see a green boy who looks pissed off past the point of breaking, like a father whose child just scratched up his new sports car while they were playing with rocks. Krakenstein is so cracked out, one eye is dilated and the other isn't, and his hands seem to be all locked up. Who knows what's going on with him? But something ain't right. I haven't seen someone that green since my roommate ate day-old fish from Long John Silver's. Anyway, Mom, or whoever it is, is holding a present and says, quote, You would say, Happy Valentine's Day! End quote. Who are you talking to? Who's you? I'm super confused. Well... Krankenstein responds with a grunt of disgust. That's it? So he hates Valentine's Day. We get that. But I guess he hates presents too? That makes no sense. Unless he hates having to write the thank you card. In that case, I do too. Who knows what to say in those things? Dear Uncle Bill, Thanks for the cash. It kept me off the streets. Aunt Martha, Thank you for the socks. I'll wear them when I put on my shoes. Aunt May, thank you for the fish-shaped paper towel holder. I usually just use leftover napkins from McDonald's, but maybe with Uncle Bill's money, I'll be able to afford a roll. On the very next page, Mom or whoever, 
she directs another command towards you. Yeah, I know it's not me, so it's you. She holds out a pair of little boy's underwear. I sure as hell hope that's his mom, because if it's anyone else, we're going into territories I'm not touching. Whoever you is, you're on your own. Frankenstein again replies with a groan of disgust. That one, I have to agree with. We jump ahead to Frankenstein boarding the bus to school with hundreds of dollars worth of roses that he's supposed to give his teachers. He's that bad of a student, huh? That his parents need to bribe his teachers? On the school bus, Frankenstein is sitting next to a girl who just so happens to not be able to get enough of the green machine. And she's laying a big old smooch on his cheek. Play on, player! To which Frankenstein responds, disgusted again. Again, not touching that one. I don't know about you guys, but I'm having a hard time following here. Normally I would say it's because it's over my head, but Dance and Tat had a role in this, so I doubt it. At lunch, we see two Frankensteins, which makes little sense. And they both are upset with all the hearts. Is there another Frankenstein, or is this the same one and we're just seeing two scenes? I don't know, but this negativity is being taken to new heights. So I'll combat it with one positive. It was a nice day outside. But I didn't go outside. I talked to my parents. But they told me to get a job. Damn it. Um, I had my favorite fast food. But fast food leads to heart disease. Damn this guy. I'm caught in his negativity. Let's finish this up. When the class is making their valentines, it seems as though someone gave Frankenstein a dusting. Quote, Roses are red. Violets are blue. Valentine's Day stinks. Seriously. P dot U dot. End quote. Yep. Someone laid an egg, and I'm not going down the rabbit hole to try to find out who. Frankenstein has a secret admirer now, who's giving him lavished gifts and chocolates, to which he responds with the response he's given the whole book, just a guttural sound of disgust. It's at this point it's becoming pretty clear what Frankenstein is doing. He's taken up the strategy of nagging these girls, and this might be the first time I've seen it work. Play on, player! Frankenstein continues to shit on everything Valentine's Day. No pun intended. And on some of the pages, his green doppelganger pops up. And on others, they're not there. Oh jeez. He actually lost it. Frankenstein being halfway there already with the whole green thing, goes Hulk mode on everyone. Throwing a temper tantrum and ripping his clothes off. Pulling the old David DePape. Get this guy help before he hurts himself or others. Why am I not shocked Dance and Tat would take a serious issue and try to make light of it? So it turns out there was a second Krankenstein, and while the OG is standing there in his underwear, somebody put some clothes on this kid. The green doppelganger gives him a cupcake with a heart on it. Didn't we just go through this? He hates that shit. This other green person is just trolling at this point. Some people just want to watch the world burn. What the hell is going on here? The two of them go on to rampage together, destroying everyone's cupcakes. Great. He found a partner in crime. 
Would you look at that? While they're devilishly laughing, they change from green back to what I'm assuming is their normal skin tones. And the story ends on the boy in his underwear laying in his bed, sleeping with a smile on his face, counting down the days till next Valentine's Day. Wow, a true misery loves company story. You have to wonder, sorry, not you, we have to wonder if there are any repercussions to their actions. I mean, they destroyed Valentine's Day, and we're supposed to be happy because they found each other. These two need a little more than just each other. So what is there to learn from this book? Well, one, I've never heard of nagging working on girls, but in this case, it did. So Samantha and Dan must be big advocates to putting girls down to get them to like you. I'm not saying I support it. I'm just saying it's in their book. I will say, though, there is some truth to looking like you don't care. It's intriguing. But besides that, I would say the bigger lesson they wanted us to learn is that it's okay to be an asshole, because in the end, if you find another asshole just like you, then everything will be all better. Again, I didn't say that. They did. But I have to ask, if that's the case, at what cost? This negativity not only ruined their lives, it destroyed the lives around them. As always, a terrible message from Dan. So what do I think of Samantha's writing? Well, I don't even think she knew what she wrote. I have no clue who she was talking to or what she was going on about. And the message was extremely negative. So, yeah, not a fan. As for Dan's pictures, we've seen some bad pictures on This Goose is Cooked. And no, Dan's actually aren't that bad. He actually has his own style, which just so happens to be big bright colors and action bubbles. But what I didn't understand with his pictures was the hyper-focus on this kid's underwear. It was odd at best. If you're looking for another book sending all the wrong messages, don't just take a look at this book. Pick up any book in the Dan Santat library. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a .6. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and skipping to shoving my face full of chocolates, because that's the only thing getting me through this. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.